from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Thursday, April 5th. I'm Marco Werman. A British terror suspect fights extradition to the U.S. He's been held without trial for years. I've never been questioned about the allegations against me. I've never been shown the evidence against me. I think it's fair to say that I'm fighting for my life and I'm running out of time. And later, tweeting Ai Weiwei's every move. Ai Weiwei at this moment is sleeping in his bed. His cat is sitting on the stool. Mm. Now he's at his desk doing emails. Until the Chinese dissident was forced to turn off his webcam. BBC News with Neil Nunes. The United Nations Security Council has backed a deadline of next Tuesday for Syrian forces to end their offensive against the opposition. The council called on Syria to implement urgently its commitment to pull back troops and heavy weapons from population centers. The deadline is part of a peace plan put forward by the UN Arab League envoy Kofi Annan. Barbara Platt reports from the UN. Kofi Annan was clearly skeptical about Syria's commitments. He told the General Assembly the government had claimed a partial withdrawal of troops from three cities. But reports of alarming numbers of casualties continued, and he said he was waiting for fuller action and information. He said the opposition had promised to observe a ceasefire if the government fulfills pledges to end military operations by April 10th. But he urged both sides to issue clear commands to local fighters to ensure violence ended by the morning of April 12th. And he stressed the importance of moving quickly to a political process to prevent a return to hostilities. With the French presidential election just weeks away, the incumbent, Nicolas Sarkozy, has said only he can guarantee economic stability in turbulent times. He warned that France must not find itself in the same situation as Spain or Italy and promised to balance the budget. Je vous annonce que la France... I would like to announce that France will ask for its contribution to Europe to be frozen, which would mean a saving of 600 million euros, approximately 788 million US dollars a year. And I won't go back on the proposals I made on the fiscalization of dividends, minimum taxes for big businesses, making tax axles pay up, and withdrawing working tax credit. The right-wing Italian leader Umberto Bossi has resigned as head of the Northern League, the separatist party he led for many years. He left his post following a financial scandal engulfing his party. Mr Bossi denies any wrongdoing. Here's Alan Johnston. Under Mr Bossi, the League has very much been a player on the national political stage. In recent months, the League's played a significant role as the only major party to oppose Italy's new government of unelected technocrats. Although he's resigned as the party's leader, Mr Bossi is being given another senior position within it. But quite how much influence he may or may not wield in future will perhaps depend on how the current fraud inquiry into the League's affairs plays out. The vice president of Malawi has denied reports that President Bingu Wamatarika has been airlifted to South Africa for emergency hospital treatment. Joyce Banda told the BBC the 78-year-old leader was in hospital in the Malawian capital, Lilongwe. She said he had had a heart attack but was unable to say how serious it was. World News from the BBC. 
A senior figure in Egypt's Muslim Brotherhood movement, Khairat al-Shata, has formally registered to stand in next month's presidential election. The Muslim Brotherhood, which was banned for most of the last 64 years, now enjoys widespread public support and is the dominant force in the Egyptian parliament. Wira Davis reports from Cairo. More than a 1,000 Muslim Brotherhood supporters brought one of the city's main roads to a complete standstill. They were there to welcome the man they regard as Egypt's president-in-waiting, Khairat al-Shatar. A deputy leader of the Islamist group, al-Shatar is little known outside the Brotherhood, but the millionaire businessman today formally handed in his nomination papers for the forthcoming presidential elections. Many of his conservative religious supporters had come from far-off provinces.